Cutting through an overload of information to get to the heart of the story. This is The Point. Welcome to the second part of our very serious discussion on how to save the world with stand-up comedy. <laughs> A special edition of The Point with me, Lushin, and four stand-up comedians here in China. Three of them with me, Yu Fu, Alex Xu, and Donnie Fan. And Nora Young joining us online from Shanghai. So we already had a very um, funny show. The funniest, I must say, where I laughed the most in all my six years as a show host. Ooh, that was wonderful. Well. But we have more in store because we have, you know, more performances, more discussions, and supposedly there's some surprise towards the end of the show as well, Whoa. coming from me. Oh, don't expect too much. Lower your <laughs> Are you doing stand-up? Uh, well, they told me I should try, so... Oh my god. Oh. That's why I have been sleepless <laughs> But, 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 anyway, anyway. Um, the Spring Festival. Yes. I mean, the Spring Festival is like cliché topic for stand-up comedies, but really, why is it so? And, uh, you know, why so many people love and hate the, <laughs> the Spring Festival? Nora, let's, go, let's start with you. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a, just a war between old concept and new concept. You know, like we have a lot of observation of the old traditions. We find it to be uh, funny and then we want to roast on that. And uh, always Chinese New Year is like a material part for me, um, especially since I started to become a comedian and things just become different. For example, when we were at the dinner table, um, one day I remember mentioning that, you know, my dad, uh, my dad had a throat surgery and it took him a few weeks to fully recover. And I stopped at that and uh, my uncle just said, okay, where's the punchline? I'm like, uncle, this is, there's no punchline to that, okay? Just like my dad having a very bad day. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you're a comedian. I expect funny oh, things coming out of you every minute, every moment. So that's one thing. And the other thing is, like, whenever I was sitting there and then uh, my, uh, my cousin would just bring their children to me and my, my niece and my nephews, and they'd be like, you know, um, Auntie Nora is a comedian, you know, go talk to her. Uh, but most importantly, learn English, just go, you know, it's just all the time. So every single time I have to, you know, write down all the things that really trigger me and then just, you know, put them into a joke and hopefully make some money off of it. <laughs> hey, but uh, it really wonders me... Um, uh, Nora, I, I watched a little bit of your stuff on, online, everybody of Ooh. yours. But uh, Nora, you seem to be very harsh on your father. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the recent you know what? one, the recent set. <laughs> yeah, you you, you took a lot of things it. from your mom, out Alex. Out of love, out and, of love. Yeah, and uh, out of love, okay. Nora, out of what? <laughs> Nora, <laughs> claim your love for your father now before you get in further trouble. No, my, my dad loves it. <laughs> My dad knows all my jokes. He loves all of them. He only has one small regret. He's like, my voice sounds way sexier than your impression. So <laughs> make it lower. And that's his only request. And my dad also tried open mic once. So I think he's funny oh, by awesome. Gene. And he passed that Gene, luckily to me. So uh, wow. yeah, does he my understand, dad is even better. Does he understand English? Or does he do it in Chinese? Uh, he doesn't understand a lot of English, but he can see the subtitles. But he also came to see my Chinese shows, so mm. he sort of know what I'm doing. And uh, every time I make impression of him, even if it's in English, he kind of know instantly that it's him. You know, <laughs> he likes I know, it. I know, I know that. That sexy voice. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, it's it's. I think there's something special about people who do stand-up comedies. You're you're not the usual type. <laughs> there's something about you. I mean, I don't know, Donny. Um, do you think you're different from other people, or <laughs> as a group of stand-up comedies who are just able to stand there and people are like, oh, that's really funny. Uh, I think everybody is exactly like me. I think uh, I'm very relatable to everybody. No, um, in, in for it is a special type of person, but I think a lot of stand-up comedy, uh, and, and people might disagree with me, comes from uh, insecurity. Mm -hmm. And so when you're performing, the relatability isn't necessarily with... Uh, with um, your life experiences or who you are. Okay. It's more the insecurities you have within those life experiences and uh, that's so, where the audience connects with. So while I personally have had a totally different path, a different lifestyle, a different upbringing, uh, those, those, those natural human insecurities are what connects uh, All people. right. What is Spring Festival for you? A good topic, a bad topic? <laughs> uh, spring Festival, well, in comedy, like whatever top, whatever the, the, the latest trending thing is, is a good topic usually because then you do get to meet people with other forms of relatability. Um, I don't really like, <laughs> I love Spring Festival, but I don't really like <laughs> celebrating Spring Festival because like uh, I've been to so many different people's houses, being a foreigner in China mm -hmm. uh, and not having family here to celebrate with my friends. Uh, always, my coworkers always say, oh, you should come you know, to our house to, to celebrate Spring Festival so you can, as Nora said, talk to our four-year-old. They'll have so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I go there, everybody's drinking um, uh, <laughs> drinks at a table, and then they're like, "Hey, hey, Donnie, you can sit um, over there with the with, with the kids. With the kids. You go over there." And uh, it's annoying because when they when they uh, like prepare the food, everybody's always worried. Oh, is Donnie gonna eat Chinese food? Is, is he gonna like it? And whatever I choose, the first food I choose is all they want me to eat for the rest of the day. So here, 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 like, take it. Have more. Have more. I'll, I'll have shrimp. And uh, I'll have the first piece of shrimp, and they're like, oh, oh, do, do you like the shrimp? And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's pretty good. Okay, have more. And they just pick up the bowl off the table and give it to me. And then everybody's done eating, and then they look at me, and they're like, oh, Donnie, you didn't really eat that much food. And I'm like, yeah, my stomach hurts. I just ate 47 shrimp by myself. <laughs> so that's Terrible. too much love. <laughs> too much love. Too much it's it's out of a sweet place, but it's, uh, you know, it's, a, it's a little frustrating. And then the other thing that happens that I really, uh, really uh, think is out of love, but I don't like is, um, <laughs> I remember the first spring festival that I had at somebody else's house, so they really wanted me to have the, uh, the lucky dumpling. You know, so the dumpling that has the oh, coin the in coin it. Oh, the coin inside. Yeah, with the coin inside. They really wanted me to eat it, and uh, I did. Including like, the coin. Including the, yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, this means you're gonna be so lucky the entire year, it's gonna be amazing. But then they do, you know, the traditions where everybody in the family gets home bow. And I'm like, well, I, I would much rather have the home bow. Everybody else can have the lucky dumpling. Just give me a home bow, please. And, and they don't. And so I get a year of luck. So far, it hasn't worked out. But I, if anybody invites me here to Spring Festival, I'll skip the dumpling. You keep it. <laughs> Especially the lucky one. Yeah. Especially the lucky one. That's, that's, that's funny. That's funny. You fool? Spring Festival? Well, Spring Festival for me is uh, like a no more family dinner because I am living in Shanghai. So during that time, I will come back to, to my home and we uh, just talk and eat in the dinner. So I hardly write anything uh, about uh, Spring Festival. Why not? Because, uh, <laughs> because my, all my family members are of military. Okay. Uh. <laughs> so the education from 
very little to know is that like very strict. Mm. I never make jokes. Do they know that you're making a living, or not making a living, but you have a passion for making people laugh? Yeah, they know, but okay, in other way, not in our family. <laughs> not with、oh, our family's、okay. story. Yeah. You can make fun of other people, but yeah, not like、oh. culture. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, culture, he, like he talks about my family during his stand-up set. <laughs> <laughs> but but for Spring Festival, what what happens? I mean, you said you don't like, or、uh, I mean, for Spring Festival, I can't write any duns、uh, or any jokes、uh, in that. But I pretend to be a good boy in my family, and that's、uh, all. No trouble. No trouble. Just be good. Just be kind. I'll yeah. Alex, Alex. Pretty, pretty much all Chinese kids are gonna try to be the good kids. Hey, you know, Alex. Yes. One thing that a lot of people love to watch and a lot of girls hate to have is their parents nagging them about, "Hey, when are you getting married? When is, when am I going to become a grandmother and so on and so forth?" Do you get that? Of course I do. Of course I do. There's <laughs> the before I had a boyfriend. There's a boyfriend question,、mm. and then there's a lecture on the importance of marriage. And the importance of having a lifelong partner, and then they will circle back to having a boyfriend, and they'll talk about that I need to lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> My mom's not rude. She's not gonna call me fat. She's not gonna say anything. She says I'm not elegant enough.、Mm. <laughs> and she says slowly. Yeah, she says, if you're thirty pounds more elegant, you will have a boyfriend. Now that I have a boyfriend, and I actually. Got less elegant in her world. She's like, if you lose twenty more pounds, you will look equally elegant as your boyfriend. So she'll she'll say that, and then with with that my hurts. And then with my look, she will bring me to my、uh, family relatives. And you know how like I'm sure like you know Fu's family is gonna say, look at my handsome son, look at my you know funny son, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> My beautiful daughter. My mom brings me to our family relatives, and she goes, "Look at my daughter. She looks so, she looks so auspicious." <laughs> <laughs> she has a way with words. <laughs> she really does. So even though she's never performed on stage, I I do think I probably picked up something from her, and she's going to do this thing that all of us are going to relate. Okay. Every Chinese family too. She's gonna say, "Oh, you need to lose weight." Right after she says that, she says, "Have more of this. <laughs> Eat more of this." So and, that's going to be going on for five days. That I have to understand what during the spring、is. festival、yes. series. That that is the 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 most intensified version of all of these. <laughs> yeah. So it, it seems to me, after watching a lot of、uh, stand-up comedy clips online and you know hearing us talk, I'm sorry, I'm not being very complimentary, or even polite. People who are lucky, people who are fortunate, people who are successful, don't do stand-up comedies. <laughs> it's tr- it's kind of true. Ones, it's kind of true. The ones who are doing stand-up, especially if you watch the ones on Chinese in Chinese online, the 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 the, the worse you look, the more popular <laughs> you get. I don't know. Is that is that a what? I'm here. So. <laughs> <laughs> What? A, why is it something sp- uniquely Chinese? Or Nora is beautiful. Nora, Nora is beautiful. Yeah, Nora. Why? Why do you、Sorry. squeeze into the team? <laughs> I think the stand-up is about like every person in the world because it's like your own lens, your own filter of the world. Everyone is different. You have your own stories, and everyone has their ups and downs. So I think I personally think it's a cliche that only the so-called losers can be a comedian. I, I definitely、that. don't think that's true. <laughs> 
Yeah, like, um, but um, we, we do see a lot of such type of people, they're easier to get laughs. I think it's because one of the reasons that people laugh generally is that they laugh at people for their poor stories, for their unfortunates. I think just like human natures, right? Like mm. everybody has some like dirty or uh, evil side of them. But, uh, but there's also other jokes that could be um, not related to your personal failures or personal hopeless stuff, but it could still be funny. Like Seinfeld, like a, the, the mm. very famous worldwide mm. uh, comedians, he doesn't really touch on his like sadness stories. And even when he's like rich and famous, he could still produce a Netflix special that people can relate to. So I personally don't think that's that's true. So yeah, I'm working on that. I'm, I'm gonna just be stuck on here. I'm, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah, Danny? But to that point, I think I, I agree with Nora, but I do think a lot of people, the reason for this stereotype is a lot of uh, people who do stand-up comedy, they think it's just like, I just get to go complain about my life. A lot of people, you see them in an open mic, they're just like, oh, I'm just gonna complain about this, 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 or this, and people are gonna think it's funny. Uh, but we have a, a saying in stand-up comedy, which is punch up, not down. Mm. So you don't you don't want to affect like if somebody is beneath you, like either intellectually or financially or, mm. or um, in terms of like aesthetic. Uh, you don't want to make fun of people who are who are uglier than you or worse off than you. That that <laughs> won't resistant. reach a connection. Yeah. So a lot of times you have a very beautiful woman or a very handsome man get on stage, and they're like, it's so hard for me to find a boyfriend or find a girlfriend, and the whole audience that just single is just looking at them like, no, 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 I would give anything to look like you. Mm. And it's not funny, you know, in, in, mm. in that respect. So yeah. if you are, anybody can do stand-up comedy, but it is all about like finding that connection with the audience and finding where you can yeah. uh, relate to them. Yeah. So um, who's turn to perform now? I, I've lost track. Who hasn't performed? Nora. Nora. <laughs> Nora. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm just going to... Yeah, I'm gonna share a few stories of mine because uh, I think it's easier to be here. Um, so I think three years ago, before I really started my social media, I did my English headline show in Hangzhou. And to my surprise, like very few people know me back then, but the show was sort of sold out. I had a full room. Um, I was very flattered and I saw a mom bring her daughter who's probably only 14, 15 years old. And they were sitting just like in, on the second and third row. And they sat there through my whole set. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I'm not even slightly close to so-called famous, but I get so much love. So I asked the mom at the end of the show, I was like, oh my God, ma'am, thank you so much for coming. Like, why did you bring your daughter to my show? <laughs> and the lady looked at me into eye and with all sincerity, and she goes, so she doesn't like, understand English. So She's just here to bring her child to her English so education. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So the little little kid just said, My name is Linda, and I was like, Great. Thank you, Linda, for uh, coming here with your mom. You know, so that's one of the stories. Oh, yeah. Yay. <laughs> one thing, how come you guys speak such good English? I mean, Donnie, okay, not you. Oh, but I had a full answer. <laughs> <laughs> well. You know, you learned it from your mom. I understand that, but not the others. <laughs> how come you speak such great English? My English is not that great. <laughs> okay, that's your punchline. You said it so many times. Stop it, yeah. <laughs> Alex. I, I I don't I don't know. I think it's from TV shows. TV shows. You watched a lot I, of. I watched a lot of TV shows when I was in high school. Wow. The point with um, Liu Xin. 
Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Back for that then. <laughs> no, yeah. she's not that old. Um, a lot of TV shows, and I do think I. People ask me this question all the time. It gets a little just, just a little old, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it gets a little annoying because I don't know how to answer it. Mm. So I dug up on some information online and I found a theory that sort of works. Uh, if it's true for Nora and Fu as well, and for for you as well, people who have better musicality, okay. if they could sing pretty okay, then they tend to pick up the language faster and better because you yeah, hear the subtlety. Yeah, it's a good point. No. So yeah. you sing for us? <laughs> no. <laughs> no time for that. Uh, Nora, you, your tip? Okay, I posted one of my English videos online and I got like very distinctly different comments. Comment number one would be like, oh, you speak great English. Uh, you went to study in, in US, but a shame of you, you didn't keep any of the Chinese accent with you. Like you lost <laughs> all your genes. Oh, wow. That's too bad. And then the next following comment be like, Oh, your parents pay so much for you to go overseas and go study there, but you still have a Chinese accent. What's wrong with you? You're wasting your parents' money. So, what so do I you think do? it's. I, I'm just like I'm just ignoring and then using them as a joke. That's what I do. I, I don't yeah. think my English is perfect, perfect, but I think it's usable and it's enough for me to tour that around in comedy. So, but yeah. I do, as Alex said, I do watch a lot of TV shows and also um, listen to a lot of English songs. Yes. And then absolutely. I realize, you know, all the lyrics that we grew up with are very harmful for young kids. I know that from raising my children. There are songs you don't want them to learn. <laughs> when no, but I just thought it's cool. Yeah, but it's great, it's great. I mean, um, you know, I, I think maybe I, I give up my, my job as a talk show host on political, on current affairs, and no, that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> that's give a up joke. talk show for talk show. You know? Give up a talk Le show for, the, for the, talk the, the station, that's a joke. Yeah, but uh, somehow I found, I found watching stand-up comedies from so-called losers actually gives me a lot of positive energy because these people mm. are so brave, they're so open, about themselves, you know, they're so honest and courageous that, you know, they don't look handsome. They're fine with it. They're able to laugh at it, you know? And when people abuse them even online or whatsoever, mm. they're able to, to joke at it. And I think that's a, that's a great positive energy, isn't Absolutely. it? I mean, Absolutely. and the audience love that. Yeah, for if we're looking at it from a, a, a comedy techniques perspective, if, if we could, uh, any type of comedy, whether it's movies or stand-up or, you know, anything. The audience is always looking for something what we call the, like, a God perspective. So people are always going to want to look at some, someone, like, in this view and look at the story this person is doing or making fun <coughs> of themselves or out of themselves. That's how you get a laugh. It sounds a little cruel, but that's how comedy mm. really works. Yeah. And so people who are, like we said earlier, said, so-called losers or people who have a different life experience they're offering something that's unexpected that's exactly why earlier you said oh i was look i was hoping that you would go there and then we would go somewhere else the unexpected happens mm -hmm. and that's when it clicks in your mind and that's when the audience feel yeah. like oh that's something i wasn't expecting yeah. that's where the kind of the amusement comes from yeah. so mm -hmm. and these also people yeah yeah they offer a different perspective on stage absolutely yeah. and and very smart you know the puns that they come up oh, with oh thank right? you very, <laughs> very smart in general <laughs> You're going to be a great stand-up comedian. Am you already I? know how to roast people. Try it. Try it? Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> okay. You know what? 
I was going to, you know, give you a little bit of surprise, so should I give it a try? Yes. yes. Oh my God. Oh my God. I tell you, I didn't have the time to prepare because I'm super busy these days, but uh -huh. I'm just going to give it a try and let's, let's see. <laughs> let's see, that's see. a great stand-up pose that's already. That's a great stand-up yeah. pose. You don't, need a sta you don't need a high mic. Okay, everybody laugh, all right? <laughs> hey, everybody, I'm Lu Xin. <laughs> that's what they all do. They yes. go up there and they say, hey, and people laugh. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so I have a problem with high efficiency, you know? Mm. People who are like me, who want to do at least three things at the same time, have a problem. And especially when you're compulsive about it, mm. you know, it's like you can't do two things at the same time. You have, it has to be at least three. And when you're in a kitchen, that's very dangerous. Mm. So I don't want to tell you how many times, and people haven't laughed, so. <laughs> it's the build-up, it's the build-up. It's the build-up? Oh my God. I don't know where it's going, but uh, anyway, let's, let's keep, it, keep it going. So in my kitchen, I have at least three things. One, an alarm clock to make sure that I don't forget something is on the st stove. Mm. Second, a smoke detector when I forget something is on the stove. And the third, you can guess? Fire extinguisher. No. <laughs> you got it. So I changed. <laughs> oh, so no. I changed my mind. A phone. Oh. I always need to have a phone on my hand. While the food is cooking, you're taking pictures, right? Yes. So that you can show off later. When the food gets burned, <laughs> you get pictures. You, you can take pictures and show up to your friend, too. And that, yeah, it's okay. Oh, it's great. Yes. It's great. It's great. It's great. <laughs> But, but it's, it's all true, huh? it's all true. So, but I have a passion, I have a passion for cooking too. Not that, not, not that it means I'm a great cook. I'm just, <laughs> I just love cooking. And, yeah. and after a while, my, my family figured out the pattern of Xing's cooking, mm. you know, because I come from South China. So, you know, there where we cook, we always add a little bit of sugar. Mm. So, mm. so mom, Xing's secret recipe is a little bit of sugar, a little bit of salt, a little bit of soy sauce, a little bit of vinegar, a little bit of mayo, <laughs> and that's it. So everything pretty much comes up with... <laughs> the same taste. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I better stop embarrassing myself. My time is up. Oh, Thank you very much. Oh, my that's goodness. That's a great first time. That's a first yeah, time. That's yeah. absolutely... Absolutely a first time. Wonderful. That's a great okay? first time. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Thank you, thank you. But all of these are true stories. Any tips? <laughs> Any, anything that I... I'm, I'm waiting for the, uh, the, the, the end punchline. of... The punchline. The end of the story will be the free shower. The free shower? You don't have... Oh, the, the, the... <laughs> not, oh, yet. not yet. That's great. Yet. Danny, have you performed yet? No, not, not yet. yet. Not no. yet. I, I, I jumped your place. <laughs> oh, no, no, it was great. You know, you... you... <laughs> you help Just me. Go. You help. Just right, go. Right, right. Uh, okay, uh, it's my first time ever doing stand-up comedy. First yeah, time uh, with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I told my mom that I've been uh, doing stand-up comedy in China, uh, she was really interested by it, and she was like, "Oh, how's it going?" 
And I said, oh, it's mom, it's great. Like we have like 40, 50 audience at all of our comedy shows. My mom was like, doesn't China have like 1.4 billion people? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, mom, but like, you know, it's, we're doing English comedy, so it's not for everybody, but actually on social media, I'm doing quite well. Like my video channels have over 3 million views. Wow. Th th thank you. I was like, wow, yeah, like even I'm impressed by it. And my mom's like, yeah, but, but how many followers do you have? <laughs> and I told her 400. <laughs> And so my mom says, so that means 2,999,600 people have seen your comedy and said, that's enough. <laughs> and I said, mom, you know I'm American. Don't make me do math. <laughs> Is that punch up or punch down? <laughs> Both. Um, and uh, so I, I'm single and uh, spring festival's coming around. And so of course the questions of relationships come up. So I've been trying to date a lot and uh, not a lot, you know, but I've been trying to go on dates and meet the right person for me. And I recently went out with this girl and she looked very unhappy to see me. And I thought it's just because my profile picture on my dating app is like five years old. But uh, <laughs> I said, is, is, is everything okay? Is something wrong? And she said, oh, you haven't done anything wrong. It's just lately I'm really afraid every guy I meet is going to be a PUA. And I said, PUA, what's, what's a PUA? I don't understand. She said, a PUA is a pickup artist. I'm like, oh, I get it. You're afraid you're gonna meet a guy, you're gonna go out for dinner, you might have a few drinks, uh, you're gonna have a really good time, and uh, the next day, he's probably gonna leave and never talk to you again. And she said, no, that's exactly what I'm looking for. And I was like, wait, I don't get it. So then what's, what's a pickup artist? And she said, oh, a pickup artist is so much worse than that. A pickup artist is somebody who makes you feel really insecure about yourself. They tell you you're fat, they tell you you're ugly, they tell you you're stupid. They say these things to you to make you feel like they're the only person who would ever accept you for who you are. They say these things so that you can never leave them. And I realized, oh no, my mom's a PUA. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's me guys, thank you so much, I'm Daddy Fan. <laughs> oh, so much fun, ever had so much fun, I mean, from a cultural point of view, not from an intellectual point of view. We have to leave it there, I guess. I hope this is not the first, the only time we're going to have such a, you know, laughter in the, I promise I'll go to stand-up comedy in the year of the rabbit. We'll hold you to that. We'll Thank definitely hold you yeah, to that. Yeah, okay. well, hold me to that. <laughs> and uh, many thanks. Another round of applause this time. Really long for Yifu, Alex Shi, Danny Film. Danny Fan. Danny Fan. And Nora Young in Shanghai. Yeah, and, yeah, and with that, we come to this special series on Spring Festival brought to you by The Point with me, Liu Xin. As always, you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter using the handle Liu Xin in Beijing. I'm half of the whole team. You've got The Point. Bye bye. <laughs>